answer. Thank oh. you, robot lady. Yes, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> yes. Thanks, goodness. I say that. I say that thing before the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how this works. But this is a podcast. This doesn't count. Does a meeting? Does it? I don't think it counts. No, it's not a meeting. It's yeah. like it's like fun and work mixed together, like an Oreo cookie, but instead of the chocolate bit, it's like dirt, and the sugary bit is still sugar. <laughs> okay. Love the Tokyo Closet Bubble Podcast Fun for one and all Loving life and standing tall Tokyo Closet Ball Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Tokyo Closet Ball Podcast. My name is Tatiana, and with me in the co-host seat, Mitz Tokyo Closet Ball number seven, Mysterious. Hello, I'm here. Ooh. Yes, I was doing some adult entertainment today, <laughs> which I mean filing my taxes. Mm. <laughs> nice. And that voice you heard is our wonderful interviewer, a metal musician new to the Tokyo Closet Ball. Please give a warm welcome to our special guest, Stiri. Welcome to the podcast, Stiri. Thank you. How are you this evening? Great, great. Uh, I think great, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get to know a little bit more about you, Stary. Um, mm-hmm. How did you get interested in metal music? That's really interesting. So I got interested to metal music uh, when I was... Oh my goodness, I, I don't remember. 14, 15 years old? And it was when I listened for first time the band Evanescence. Of course, we all know Evanescence. Of course. Into life, mm. Right? And I mean, yes. years, if anyone dating me is watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was introduced in metal music from Evanescence. Of course, Evanescence is not a metal band. It's more like hard rock, I would say, with very gothic elements. But after that, um, uh, I discovered other bands through Evanescence, and then I was like, a whole new world (laughs) of gothic music around the globe, (laughs) you know. Evanescence, are they the ones who did Wake Me Up Inside? Yes, yes, Bring Me Up Inside, yes, good job. I like that music video of the lady outside on the, the building, yeah. For yeah. me, when I was a little kid, I'm like, oh my God, this is the coolest music video ever. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so rebellious and so powerful and so like angry at the world. Yeah, I loved it. Yes. I too had the first album, uh, well, the first like CD, of course, that I had was also like the Bring Me to Life one. And uh, I had that album and then uh, like all the albums up until this mu- most recent one, I have it only as a digital copy on youtube music and that's it <laughs> but yeah i also am a pretty big evanescence fan as well i agree Yay. with your i agree with your uh your some summarization it's not really gothic it's more of hard rock with gothic elements yes exactly. so i agree with you yes rock and roll has a special place in tatiana's history because my very first drag shows were lip-syncing to rock and roll music what kind of rock and roll music um, do you know the Donnas? Yes. 
I did a little bit of the Donnas. I did a female cover of, uh, what was it? Yankee Rose by Ted Nugent. He's a terrible man, but I like his music. <laughs> what else? And you know, the other queens, they told me, Tatiana, if you keep acting this way, we are going to wash our hands of you because you are an embarrassment to our community. Wow. Because, you know, back when I started drag, drag queens were just doing show tunes. They were doing pop music. No mm -hmm. one was lip syncing to rock and roll at the time. So people oh. thought it was weird and uh, not appropriate for the scene at the time. And that's why we are here to change that. Exactly. Uh -huh. So many uh, <clears throat> drag queens have just, uh, so many uh, queer performers have stretched the envelope so much that we can do any type of art form. We don't have to put ourselves in these little boxes anymore. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I joined Tokyo Closet Ball after I saw the show where there was Belgian Solanus and the Schwartz of Frau. And both of them had done like rock scary numbers. I can't remember what they are now, but like it was yeah, both yeah. of them were like a really good intro to, oh, you could really just do anything you want, huh? Okay, cool. Yeah, Yukiro too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, D Schwartz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's Yukiro, yeah. Yes, the Schwartz was a big rebel. Can you imagine if the Schwarzerfrau tried to do drag in Eugene, Oregon? They would have chased her out with torches and pitchforks. You know that she would she would not take that lying down. <laughs> No, she'd take it doggy style. Okay, listen. <laughs> Ooh, is it silly o'clock? Yes, it is. Yes. Mm. So you're performing uh, metal music now. And mm -hmm. what kind of name are you performing under? Uh, my project is called uh, Atermon Foss. Right now, I don't have uh, any other band members. I only have one friend who helps me with the recording of the music. But I'm planning uh, after releasing a couple of songs, then to look for band members to have like a, a full formed band for uh, live concerts. But until then, I'm just doing, you know, by myself with <laughs> playback music, just to let the world know me and to know my music, you know. Wonderful. I gotta ask, what does that mean, Ottoman Force? Is it Greek? Is it? Uh, Atermonfos uh, is uh, ancient Greek uh, and it means eternal light and that's what I want to bring to the people, um, the light, the light of, uh, the in of the difference, being different, to change yourself, transforming, uh, becoming who you really are. And that's what I want to pass uh, through my music and lyrics, uh, more uh, spiritual messages, more um, messages about, uh, you know, changing and evolving, becoming the best of you. That's amazing. That's perfect that's uh, material for Tokyo Closet Ball. <laughs> Thank you. So when you say um, celebrating identity, what, what, exact, what uh, specifically do you mean? Do you Sorry? mean like... Uh, when you say celebrating identity, do you mean for like uh, individuals or for a specific community or? I, I didn't say celebrating identity. Oh. oh, fuck me then. I'm a bad interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Maybe I said something uh, sounded different. So, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not my fault. English is my uh. first language. <laughs> well, English is not my first language, so it's my fault. Too. <laughs> no, I think we're all just like tired. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think we're that's what happens. We're all suffering from the Wednesday. No, we're suffering from capitalism. 
Light saves capitalism. Exactly. <laughs> God forbid. Can we Nothing. talk about blah, blah, blah. can we talk about Greece? Well, where are you from in Greece? I'm from a very, very, very small town that is called Karvitsa. Uh, it has only mm, it four like a type of pizza. <laughs> Karvitsa pizza, yeah. <laughs> You're right. I never thought about it. Oh my goodness, Tatiana. <laughs> yeah. I lick it. God. <laughs> It's a very small town in the somewhere in the size mini- doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's uh, somewhere in the middle of the mainland mainland of Greece. We have only forty thousand people, so we are like a village, you know. So I grew up with a lot of bullying at school because you know I had uh, I was different. Like my voice was different. The way that I was acting was different. It was a little bit hard, uh, but at the same time, it is good because it's not a big city. When I moved to a big city for first time, then, wow, I was like, this is a culture shock. <laughs> yeah. Even, even if it was in Greece, you know, even if it was in Greece, it was still like a huge culture shock. Like everything was so fast. The distances were so big, but yeah. <laughs> I like uh, countryside, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mysterious and I are both from small towns, so we can relate yep. to that. Mm. I was a geek and also very, very, uh, not a well-hidden queer. So mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> when I came out, people were like, yeah. And that was generally the reaction. So as a yeah, bisexual, did. it was, mm. yeah. That was just so it's just kind of like, oh yeah, cool. And then most most people didn't bully me too badly for that, I guess. But it was also kind of assumed that I would quote unquote grow out of it, which was kind of weird. But that's yeah, that was the opinion back then. Oh, you think you like this? It's a phase. And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh no. What's that phrase we say in English? We we ask, are you a practicing homosexual? <laughs> I'm not practicing. I think I got the idea. <laughs> Speaking of things that we practice, we let's talk about performing. Woo! When was the first time you performed music? Oh, wow. Ah. That is a good question. Karaoke counts? I think so, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> No, I will not put karaoke inside. Uh, so the first time that I performed, um, so, oh my God, I can't believe 10, ten years passed. Okay, so it was 10 years ago when I was, um, uh, I was part of one of the most uh, famous professional uh, choirs in Greece. It is called uh, the Mixed Choir of Thessaloniki. So that was my first performance for first time. I remember that concert was so big because it was uh, music, fa- music from famous uh, films. And uh, it was my first time being in a choir and it was huge orchestra and the concert hall was so F big. <laughs> and I was... I was sweating my shit out, you know, because um, I have to, we have to stay still, you know, in the choir when we sing. And at the same time, like so many people, I was like, wow, that was, I think, the first and most um, 
scariest time <laughs> that I had performing, but uh, yeah. Wow, like, like when you say a lot of people, do you mean a hundred, two hundred, a thousand? Uh, maybe, I don't know. A hundred or more, because it's a concert hall, you know, it's like a big concert hall. Like a big concert, Cumin Center, okay, nice. Yeah, 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 that's, you know, like big, uh, uh, how to say, concerts happening, mm -hmm. like symphonies mm -hmm. and operas and shit, you know. How old were you when that happened? Huh? How old were you then? Oh, uh, I forgot. <laughs> 10 20. years ago, let's just say that. Um, I think 20, around 20, yeah, because now I'm 30, right? So it was 10 years ago, so 20. Mm, nice. So how did that feel doing that? Uh, it felt good, but uh, it felt better when I was in a band here in Tokyo and I performed for first time. Uh, I was in a metal band and it was amazing performing for first time in Japan. And I was like, wow, yes, finally, my dreams come true. <laughs> amazing. What was the band name? Uh, the band was called uh, Dracon Prizrak. They still exist, but I left the band because we had uh, music uh, differences. Mm. Yeah. Creative differences. You had to just be like, okay, yes. sorry. Creative differences. Yeah. So. Did you say Dragon Prizrak? <laughs> what was that? Uh, Dracon Prizrak is a Russian title because uh, ah. the bassist is Russian and she chose the name but anyway so it means uh dragon ghost ah Ooh. yeah last time I had a prize rack I had to take a shower <laughs> I wish I could Tatiana. give you a high five right now seriously <laughs> oh this is zoom technically you can raise your hand yay have... boom <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, wow, that was nice. How did you yeah, do that's that? One thing I Reactions. Love about one thing oh, I love about Closetball, you'll hear songs in Russian or songs in Spanish. And even if you don't understand them, you can still enjoy like the feel and the emotion of the music. I was like, wow, this is so creative. Like everyone can show whatever art they're doing, you know, and this is something really important and something rare you know because of course you will have for example oh this scene is only for music this scene is only for acting this scene is only for paintings whatever or this one is only for acting closet ball can include almost everything is like joining forces you know and showing your colors mm. whatever your colors are and mm. your talents it's a true collaborative uh, community project we've got going on there and I'm really proud and I'm really surprised by every single show it's always different yeah yes that's something I think that keeps it going is that we keep getting different acts not just we do have of course our regulars but then like if getting different people in and getting different ideas going on and burlesque dancers to singers to yeah to people you know having meltdowns on stage and calling it art you know stuff like that it's great 
Yes, there were a few uh, very ambitious performances last Saturday. Uh, Sassy Pepper Spray lip syncing to a live singer. I've never seen that before. And honestly, I don't think we'll ever see it again. I think it's called Ashley Simpson, but maybe that's just me. Also, Kendrick Expo. Oh my gosh, she was so cute and adorable on stage. Just a little, little cinnamon roll. Just FYI, Shalita Booty loves Kendrick like, very much. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We can talk more about that when we're not recording. <laughs> Kendrick will have to fight me for him. Mm. Oh my goodness. People want tea. I By don't the think... way, I'm drinking tea right now. <laughs> That's fine. Tea is I... too exciting. I'm drinking hot water. I have just water. But also, Shalita is jacked. Are you sure you want to have that fight? <laughs> I, I, very jacked, but I, 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 can, I can outsmart her. I can just uh, tell her what time the fight is going to start. And then when she arrives late, I'll declare myself the winner. Sure. <laughs> nah. Let's introduce the musical break. Sari, who did we choose for the musical break? Well, I'm going to choose a really uh, special song that is talking about it's okay to be different. And uh, it's talking about all of us. So <laughs> the song is called We Are The Others by the band Delane. We are the others, and you can enjoy that during our break. Welcome back. <laughs> Starting nudist item number one, LGBT icons in the metal scene, the open, the closeted, and the allies. What's yeah. this about, Sturry? Okay, so uh, yeah, uh, metal scene has a lot of allies, first of all, so many allies. I think <laughs> it's one of the scenes that um, you know, in metal music, of course, you can express yourself however you want, right? Like uh, aggressively or not, uh, softly, you know? 
And uh, most famous bands are from uh, North Europe, and you know, North Europe is so open about LGBT, right? So I would say um, one of the most uh, supportive uh, band from Europe is the band Delane that I chose. Uh, because the singer uh, has also studied uh, gender uh, studies. She has a master's on that. Mm. And she supports uh, LGBTQ. That's why she also wrote uh, We Are The Others. And then we have from the US, the band In This Moment, uh, with the singer Maria Brick. She's an amazing person. I love her. She's like the Lady Gaga of metal music, you know. Uh, and uh, she's a feminist and she also wrote uh, a song uh, that is called Natural Born Sinner. Uh, <laughs> Natural Born Sinner, ooh. Yes. About that. Do you know anything about sinning, Mysterious? <laughs> no, never me. I don't have a holy fucking Bible as a prop that I've used <laughs> for two different performances what are you talking about i don't have trauma from church going it's fine <laughs> three performances do you remember the one where we did the um where i played the uh, gay bashing uh, church lady and you thought oh no. yeah and i punched you in the face that was a good time yes i was uh, my drag character was a conservative american politician and her name was oh, wow. gloria hole Yes, that was that was a very good show. We did some great, and I mean by great, I mean some pretty, you know, theatrical, you know, fighting on stage. That was great. That was a good time. I like that. That's the right. Best, so you're not wrong. Three. The best stage fighting we could do with 10 minutes of sound check time. Yes. <laughs> and also uh, my holy fucking Bible made an appearance in Hand of God. Yes, Hand of God, a play where a 10-year-old boy has a hand puppet that gets possessed by the devil. Mm -hmm, that was really mm -hmm. fun. Uh -huh. So yes, I yeah, I don't know anything about sinning at all. I totally didn't have a song last Saturday that was just about It's a Sin by the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. None of that. In, in this moment, that sounds like a great band. I'm going to look them up later. Yes, they're, they're really very great good. bands. And the, the song is really good. Mm-hmm uh is also talking about it doesn't matter who you love if it is him or her so it says specifically in the lyrics and i really like that song and then we have uh people that they belong in the lgbt community of course the most famous uh persona is rob halford from judas right. priest yeah. what was that name again rob halford from Judas uh, Priest, the front man. Priest, yes, he's openly gay. He's yeah. openly, openly gay. So yeah, he's the most famous one. You will see that man be, you know, like very manly and everything on the stage. And he's exactly what trying to show to the metal people because a lot of metal heads think that being gay is like uh -huh, being sissy and everything. But being gay means more than that. <laughs> being yourself. What, uh, being more than a stereotype? No, not in this house. What? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that's that's part of the thing with like Rob. Is he's also just like very openly like pro-LGBTQ and has been for a longer time than most people think yeah. like he came out in the late 90s which is like not a good time to come out 
exactly so you got to give it to rob like he he really did push before there was a push in yeah. a way so yeah oh wow look at his beard oh that's yeah so right it's gorgeous mm-hmm. yeah yeah rob's and beard's very legendary he's wearing my favorite color <clears throat> fringe <laughs> mm. and then we have a very very famous transgender uh laura jane grace from the punk band against me she is an amazing amazing person i have seen many of your interviews and uh, how she came out uh, she's so amazing she had gender dysphoria for years and she, uh, she was still in the band as uh, a man you know and she was ma- and she's married and she has one daughter and then she finally came out and then she transitioned and her life changed and she really She's one of the most uh, transgender idol, idols in rock and metal scene. Cool. Wow. Yes. She's so beautiful, gorgeous, amazing voice. I don't know what to say. <laughs> How right? did the fans react? Because if you're a famous person as something, mm-hmm. and then you realize and come out as something else, do you think she lost fans? Were they yep. upset? Actually, she didn't. She gained more fans. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they gained more fans and uh, nothing really changed that much. Um, And they became more famous because I think it's one of the, I think it's the maybe the first band that has a transgender singer. Yeah, and then uh, second famous transgender, um, what is her name? Uh, Mina... Caputo? I don't yes, know Mina to... Caputo. Yeah, Caputo. Yes, Mina Caputo, right. Uh, Mina Caputo from Life of Agony. When I found out about that, I was so surprised. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's interesting, yeah, that uh, we have more uh, trans people in uh, the metal scene slowly, slowly. And yeah, we need more. We need people to feel comfortable and come out, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Why do you think, like, compared to other styles of music, like, I don't know, maybe house music might have a good LGBT following, but why would metal music ha- be so welcoming to LGBT identities? Because uh, through metal music, you can literally express whatever you want through the lyrics uh, and music. You can write whatever you want to, you know, to if you feel uh, stressed, if you feel depressed, if you feel aggressive, if you feel happy. Um, and yeah, with pop music, it's not like that, or dance music, of course. It's very different. Um, it's very, very different, uh, especially uh, in European music, uh, in European metal scene. Uh, you will check the lyrics of a song and then you will be like okay this is like a poetry uh, it's not like uh, you know oh i love you la 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 blah 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 you know <laughs> i love uh, that song i love you blah 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 that's my new ball <laughs> <positive> song <laughs> that's uh, i think also rock metal blues jazz all mm. of it is intended to be not in line with what's expected in the mainstream at all exactly like, rage against the machine <laughs> like it's, oh, yes. it's it is about 
revolution. It's about fighting for, you know, your right to be yourself against the face of uh, the machine, which is basically like pop music industries and everything are still really, really like pigeonholy. Like they still like make you, this is your box, stay in this box. You're not allowed to get out. Yeah, yeah. you're (laughs) not allowed to get out of this box. And it got to a point where this is kind of off topic, but like Britney Spears got into a conservative ship, not because, uh, like, just because, like, yeah, she was going through a bad mental health state, but also because it was in the vested interests of the company that she stay in the box and she didn't want to be in the box anymore. And so, you know, things like that. Like, I think that to metal's benefit. There's also just this history of weight behind it of like, you know, fuck the machine and like your expectations of what we're supposed to be like, screw that. So yeah, it's, it's a pretty interesting place to be. I love for me, I love Nightwish and within Temptation who are also, you know, allies. You're, you're, uh, sorry, I said girl. (laughs) non-binary person (laughs) yes (laughs) sorry uh i always say like that even if someone is uh it's fine i'm not i'm okay with you are my type of person because you know nightwiz is one of my biggest inspirations you know right and they're all allies like that's like every like anytime you think of like any of the bands like any of them they're all very much like into the whole like be an ally be good to people and the people we should be fighting aren't, you know, each other. Yeah. We should be fighting against the people who are trying to oppress and trying to keep you down and keep exactly. you, quote unquote, in your place. Like the the recent song from Within Temptation, Reckoning, is something that like I oh really enjoy. I love that song. Yeah, the Reckoning is exactly, you know, to go yeah. against your government, against uh, all this thing that happening with censorship. And yeah. uh, oh my god, amazing album! Yeah, so yeah, I agree that like there's something to metal. It's not just like any other genre, like except maybe like of course rap is also in a similar category of it's not intended to be put into a box and it's not intended to be you know wholesome or for you. It's intended to have a message. Um, do you know anything about the metal scene here in Japan? Because I know we've got mm. a lot of Japanese metal singers. Are they di- the same? Are they different? How? What's that like here? Uh, hmm. So the metal and rock, uh, the Japanese metal and rock is very different, of course, from European. And European mm-hmm. is different from American. Of course, everything is different, right? right. Uh, so yeah, I know uh, many Japanese bands most of them they are j-rock visual k you know uh one of the bands that i like that i really like uh and is very um how can i say at the same category that uh mysterious was uh, talking about is the band the gazette yeah uh, they are very revo- revolutional compared to other Japanese bands, but um, it really depends. Uh, it really depends. Another band that I know that it is very revo- revolutional, uh, Nocturnal Bloodlust. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that most bands in Japan, they sound the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
unfortunately. Yeah, they have that corporate like um, <clears throat> template. Like they all follow that same template. It's kind of sad. Yeah, the thing is that uh, they don't get out of the box. What I've learned when I, when I was doing my bachelor's degree, I remember our professors were talking about uh, the Japanese rock and metal and Japanese musicians is that Japanese musicians, they learn to play perfectly. They can learn all the scales and everything to play perfectly, but they rarely go outside of this box to do something crazier or something innovating, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, of course there are people who do, but um, it's really rare. Mm -hmm. It's really rare. It's also different culture, you know. Japan has other things uh, better than Europeans and Americans. You know, Europeans have other things better than other people. Americans have better things than other people, you know. So it's very different. Yeah. I also think that part of the issue, from what I understand with the music industry, is also that the industry here still very heavily relies on physical sales of copies as opposed to digital sales of copies. And mm -hmm. you think, what does that matter? Well, metal, generally speaking, on average, gets way more sales, digitally speaking, than it does in physical copies. And this is just like an international thing. On average, like mm -hmm. most people will buy and download metal music way more than they will like pop for some reason. Mm -hmm. But I think I have a theory about this side tangent. I think it's because you could hear pop music like all the time in malls and shopping areas, but whereas you can't with metal, does that make sense? So if you want to listen to it on the go, you've got to have it in your phone. Does that make sense? That's just a theory. I don't know. Uh, I will disagree with that. I will okay. really disagree. I think it's really the opposite because metal fans are very, very, uh, how can I say, um, I know they're into vinyls. Vinyl sales are like very much from metal. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the vinyls. Uh, because uh, metal fans, they really support the bands and they always buy the whole album because it's not only the CD. They have a booklet. Like most bands, they have a booklet with very beautiful artwork. Oh, I wonder if that's more European than in America. It's like, European. Maybe, maybe. yeah. It's yeah, because in, in America, they're talking about how, like, they used to have those a lot, like, at every sale. And nowadays, they just don't as much anymore. Mm. Only, like, you can go in a pre order, though, for, like, most European bands. But, like, most American metal bands have kind of, like, I don't know, it doesn't seem to be as popular as it used to be. For some reason, vinyls in America are making a comeback. And it's, like, mostly vinyl records. Okay. But. I don't know. But I think in Japan in particular, though, everything is physical, like everything is physical. And that's, I think, a detriment. Like it doesn't like allow people to, like you said, get out of the box. So they have to like stick with the box in order to keep doing physical sales. And they keep doing the tours where they have physical sales of the CDs and the blah, 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 blah. So you have to keep going by the same book that they've always had for like the past 20, 30 years. It's like the same thing. Ugh. Like they won't even sign you unless you like have proven that you said like you have to be perfect at your instrument. You have to be perfect at the singing. You have to be perfect in every other way. Perfect an image. Yeah, yeah, and the also image very yeah, important course, for uh, Japanese and Korean scene because I live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. mm -hmm. uh, you know everything in Asia is about image. Everything yeah. is about image and less talent. <laughs> yeah. Mm. 
And another, oh. another big thing about Japan, we all know this just from living and working here, is about following rules. Yeah, that's artists who know how to follow rules, like and waiting your turn because you know the the seniority people have to get the the things first before the younger people kohais, you know, before senpais before kohais, you know, things like that. So there is also that that issue of like, oh, well, the upstart got more sales than the the other people. Like that's considered actually like not as good and stuff like that. So yeah when you have hierarchies that are kind of set this way and have been set this way for a really long time eh, what do you do right and in the same artist they have to sign contracts saying i won't have a public boyfriend while i'm right you do you think, think someone who sings metal music will also agree to that stipulation no that doesn't agree that doesn't work in the metal scene no because <laughs> metal scene is not pop that's the thing hello <laughs> I think not just I think, pop stars. I know, uh, like a classical pianist, he has the exact same contract. He can't talk about his wife in public. Oh, wow. yeah, because classical is more strict even than <laughs> pop. Sometimes, mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. classical music is very, very strict compared to that. But no, in metal, no, it's more free, mm -hmm. more free, and that's the thing about being a metal musician being free and yeah. wild like the music right <clears throat> and i noticed that the closet ball you had a very free and wild <laughs> outfit it was do you want to describe what you were wearing on saturday mm, how can i describe it yeah uh it was very gothic very how can i say uh i forgot the word oh my god of that era uh victorian could it, yeah, okay. Could it say Victorian kind of? Uh, yes, my my outfit and a little bit steampunk, you know, the hat. Everybody loved my hat. <laughs> um, now it's a what kind of hat is that? A bowler hat with two uh, goggles on it and two it was, cat ears. Yes, yes, uh, <laughs> exactly. When I I was looking for a really special hat on the internet because of course I want always something special <laughs> and uh, when I saw that I was like there you go I want that hat that hat will be my identity for now at least <laughs> or just hat and jacket uh, can you tell me about the makeup what was the inspiration for that um yes so my inspiration uh, of the makeup was from one of my favorite singers Chris Motionless from Motionless in White uh, and uh, my friend uh, Pepe Paladini, maybe you know, mm, um, yes. right, uh, did the makeup uh, for me that day. And yes, the, the concept of the eyes were exactly similar to the one from uh, to the one of uh, Chris Motionless. So mm. yes, that's all about the makeup. <laughs> It was very simple. It wasn't too much. It was more focused on the eyes, mm. I would say. So I didn't, we didn't do much like contouring or anything else. Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah, I wanted to keep it simple for now. Mm. It fits you very fair. well. If there was too much makeup, it would just distract from the rest of the uh, outfit. Like, it's good to just know exactly what you need and don't go beyond that. I really appreciate uh, that. Uh, 
Yeah, 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 exactly. Hmm. I'm not saying going overboard is bad. I like things that go overboard, like Kendrick mm-hmm. Go. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, people who want to feed chicken to the audience members, that is valid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But yes, that is a good outfit, and I liked it. And yes, so you performed your original song as mm-hmm. well that day. So mm-hmm. tell us about your original song. What? How, how, how do? How do original song go? How? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, my original song is called Escaping from Hell. It is coming out this month. Anyway, so yeah, uh, Escaping from Hell. I wrote it when I left South Korea. I lived in South Korea before for four years. So, uh, I think it was the time that I had my first spiritual awakening, let's say, that I realized that, oh my God, this is a matrix. Seriously, this is a matrix. Um, this is crazy. Uh, here in Japan, you will see people with individual styles and everything, but in Korea, it was like everyone was exactly the same, mm. the same style, the same, uh, everything was the same. They had the same interest in Korea. If you're even a little bit different, it's like you're the black sheep mm. here. You can see a lot of people being different. You know, it's not such a big deal. But in Korea, it's like this. Everyone has to look perfect. Everyone has to look the same. And you can see that from K-pop as well. Um, It was scary. Like, uh, for example, um, people, uh, they were getting married just because to make their parents happy. Here, it doesn't happen. But in Korea, they have a lot of stress from their parents to get married. So... You will find a lot of, lot of, oh my God, a lot of gay people getting married to women to hide the, wow. their uh, sexuality because uh, being gay in Korea is, oh my God, it's really bad. Still, yeah. it's not very open country about that. Uh, what else? Everything was crazy. Like people, they, re- they are really attached to their phones. Same like Japanese, but more like they take pictures all the time about everything and post everything on social media everything like Mm. okay i just ate this okay now i farted okay this okay that it's like wow like i'm like do they even have personal lives (laughs) Mm, interesting yeah and but the thing is that i'm talking about the modern society in general the modern society about technology, about uh, the younger generation that they're literally numb, numb to all this, you know, technology and everything. Um, and if you're different, you're a freak. So yeah, it includes everything. I think that song. <laughs> start, we should start a, a Korea closet ball soon. <laughs> We should do a, uh, a, a touring a production, go over to Seoul. Yeah, that's totally in our budget. Let's do that, Mysterious. No, I'm sorry. I'm too poor. <laughs> like, <I don't> uh, <laughs> right now, we cannot do it anyways. Because You're right. Of corona. <laughs> because, because the world is on fire? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. but 
that is a dream for another 10 years down the road when we're <laughs> geriatric queens. Uh. <laughs> it's time to go to South Korea, we say with our walkers as we go towards the airport. Oh, Lord. Thanks, life. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm sorry you had a bad experience in Korea, but I am glad that you were inspired, question mark, to create something out of it. Good job. Yes, <laughs> I was inspired. Yes, I was inspired. Of course, I'm not hating Korea at all. Um, uh, I get what you mean. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. Right. No, mm -hmm. It's same with Japan. You can hate the ALT slash Ikaiwa slash fast food English industry. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to like hate japan i get it i i had many but, and but at least you're gonna yeah. hate only that in japan but in korea like the most important thing were the people they were like literally um the c word <laughs> uh, <laughs> but here you will see people they're so nice they're so kind they they literally uh, mind their business but in korea no no not that much they will mind your they will mind other people's business too. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> uh, not nice. For example, like, oh, today you look tired. Oh, you gained weight. Uh, oh, uh, why are you doing this? <laughs> uh, They'll really say that you've gained weight? Oh yeah, people can say that to your face. Like, oh, you like, gained weight. Do you mean like friends or like coworkers or? Anyone. Anyone? Whoa. Anyone. Oh my goodness, they are racist about everything. That's good. They hate everyone. <laughs> they hate everyone. I'm joking. What are they, Americans? Sorry? They what are they, everyone. Americans? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it was hard. And yeah. But, anyways, okay. the past is in the past. Mm. All right. So uh, you came to Japan and then you got your producer friend and then you created song. Is that how like you uh, or did you like, I don't know, did you demo and have to like revise and revise or did you kind of know what you were going to make from the very beginning for your song? I already had that song uh, uh, kind of. I already had it and I played it before with my previous band, but I had to make some changes for them because because they were inside the box right so i had to put my music inside the box but my music was bigger than this box <laughs> ah, i see so then you were like i'm gonna make it my song again so this is like you reclaiming this 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 uh part the song of you was, the song was mine from the beginning you know right, but right, right. yeah i changed it a lot and but i changed it a lot and that was good uh, so before I wasn't that good, but now I made it, I put more elements inside. So for example, I put a breakdown inside and I made it a little bit metalcore as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I already had uh, some friends and um, uh, a friend of mine who is a guitar player of the band Ginger May. They are a good band, you can check them out um so he helped me to record the guitar parts and of course i wrote the other things like the orchestra and like that i wrote them 
Um, and now, uh, yeah, I send them to the music producer who used to be my professor back <laughs> in the university. Oh, cool. The, yeah, he's a famous producer in Greece and yeah, he's doing the music production of my songs. This is a real international effort then. That's kind of cool. I know, right? <laughs> Eey, that's neat. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's great that you can do this just like it's international, like, hey, you, person I know who knows how to do the job I need, here you go. <laughs> Here's exactly. all my stuff. It's amazing. Technology's come so far. Mm. And it's also great that we can like talk to people who we know are allies. Does that make sense? We no longer have yeah. to like worry about, mm -hmm. you know, well, is this person okay if I am queer or not? You know, it's mm -hmm. way more of an accepting atmosphere than it used to be. Exactly. I remember writing short stories and being like, who is this okay to give to? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or poetry. Yeah. And be like, oh, right, I have two girls kissing in this poem. Huh. I'm in Kentucky. <laughs> 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 so nowadays it's a little bit better. And you're right, Japan, generally speaking, is pretty cool with the odd. Mm -hmm. Like I can wear the makeup, full makeup on the train with no problem. Right. Same. Exactly. I usually, yeah, I wear like anything on the train you can be halloween 24 7 here and they're <laughs> yes. just like cool yeah that's what i love about japan oh my goodness mm -hmm. that can never happen in greece never mm -hmm. actually uh shalita booty and i were gonna do a uh a, a photo shoot and i was getting oh. ready yeah and i was getting ready and i was in a, a like a dinky little bathroom and I was putting on eye shadow or eyeliner. And I turned this little old lady goes, oh, kire dane, and then like left. <laughs> I was like, thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's putting on. Good, that's the good kind of stranger compliment. Not the, oh, you're getting fat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> more kire dane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I goodness. was like, thank you. And she, was, and she left. And I was just like, I look like a man, but thanks. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, in Korea that will never happen. They will just stare at you and you were like, hey, <laughs> like, oh my god, what is that? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's great. I haven't had many like yeah confrontations on Japanese trains. To be fair, I've been the one doing confrontations when there are oh, yeah. men being assholes to other women. Mm. There will be fights, and I will win them all the time. Don't fight me. That's the mm -hmm. fun thing about drag is that it gives you the power to say, hey, I'm not going to uh, sit down and let this happen. I'm going to stand up for my myself because yeah. I'm in my superhero costume. Yeah. Exactly. Superhero costume. I love it. And then it. the kids will see it and they'll realize they can be just as powerful as we are. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully next year we can have pride back and we can be on full outfits again and we can like go take over all of Yo-Yogi Park yay now we're just in our pajama pants having a shame parade <laughs> yay. Hey, i don't have shame you can't make me <laughs> mm -hmm. how do you see your music career progressing in the future oh that's a good one mm. to be honest i'm a person who tries to work on the presence uh 
in order to have a future. I cannot say a lot of things of the future, but I wish I could have a, a full band and go on a tour after Corona, of course. And thanks to Corona, that gives me time to work on myself and on my music. Thanks to that. I'm, I'm literally really grateful for what is going on right now because I don't need to feel stressed like, oh my God, all these bands, they're doing tours and I'm still far behind, you know. I haven't done anything for myself, you know. I'm just sitting here and I'm just working every day. So I'm like, no one can go on a tour right now. So mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. I can work on myself. Um, I'm a person who focuses on the present and trying to do the best that I can uh, of the moment right now because if I'm trying to see myself in the future sometimes I'm getting stressed and of course it's not good to yeah. to think about the future just work on the present and trying you know to to make schedule to make plans as much as you can and that's what I'm doing right now trying to focus on what I have in order to have the future that's I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming of. <laughs> oh, that's such a beautiful mindset. Can you be my new therapist? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I won't pay you anything. <laughs> I'll call you all the time. Nah, I'll just coffee. Give me coffee. Stuff. Coffee, <laughs> yeah. Coffee. All right, that was awesome. I love talking to you. I love learning all about queer metal and I loved mm. hearing about your solo project. Uh, let's see how can we hear more about your social your projects how can we follow you on social media so i made my twitter instagram and facebook page as uh, a termon Fos, and people they can follow me there and of course on youtube too actually question can you tell us how to spell that so that we can find it easier Okay, Atermon, A-T-E-R-M-O-N, and FOS, P-H-O-S. Okay, thank you. I'll put a link in the description, and when your album's out, I'll make sure to put a link in the Tokyo Closet Ball a link tree. Single, single, not album. <laughs> Fuck me! When the, it's okay. You know what, I'm not going to re-record that, it's fine. <laughs> and it's in the past, and we're living in the goddamn moment. Yes, we live in this moment. Make sure to support uh, LGBT uh, shows here in Tokyo. Coming up next is Trieste and Friends, episode two. That's going to be November 21st from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at What the Dickens in Ebisu. Uh, yeah. So stay tuned for information about that. Yeah. We also have Kings of Tokyo. What is Woo! Kings of Tokyo, Mysterious? Kings of Tokyo is a mask-oriented show where we have a collection of drag kings and other drag personas of mask variety that mm. will come in and entertain and bedazzle you with our fake beards. It's great. It's a good time. Oh, that sounds <laughs> sexy. Yes. So we're having a tentative plan to try to do a show in December. We're not sure yet if it's going to be half live and half online or only online yet. So to be announced, you can follow us on also Facebook and Twitter, please. And thank you. 
Oh, and Instagram. Sorry. Kings of Tokyo. Also on Instagram. Sorry. And you can follow Tokyo Closet Ball on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, are you looking to join? We're looking for all kinds of people to be performers, crew, and designers. We accept people of all genders, all sexualities, and from any country in the world. Because we sincerely believe that diversity is a vehicle for empathy. You can only follow Mysterious on Instagram. (laughs) There's no empathy for Mysterious on the other platforms. Only empathy on Instagram. I would like to not be fired before I escape my hell, so that would be appreciated. Thanks. (laughs) All right. Nice. All right. Thank you so much for the interview time, Sterry. Thank you for thank you. your precious time for us. It's great thank talking. You, thank you. It was my pleasure. Seriously, it was my pleasure. It is my first time to have an interview. <laughs> You're like the youngest, wisest grandpa I've ever met. I love <laughs> it. Oh, thank you. I'm trying my best. I'm a very spiritual person, and I really want to inspire people. Thank you for our special co-host, Nick Sterius. Hello. Yes, thank you for having me. As always, it's been a lot of fun. And it's good to have someone with the same music taste that I have in this group. I mean, uh, great to have everyone in this group. That's what I meant. Yeah. Same, same music taste. You mean you don't like my Bitch I Stole Your Purse song? <laughs> <laughs> it is a uh, show. I can say that. Bye. My name is Tatiana. Everybody say bye. 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 Yeah. <laughs>